Welcome into the Fantasy Blinka Daily Podcast where I talk all sports fantasy and real. I am Brian Baines and I am your host and it is football time! Hallelujah! We made it! Yes, the Cowboys traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight for the season opener 2021. We can put baseball in the rear view mirror because we have football to focus on for the next 16 fantasy weeks as we take this thing from the start all the way to the finish. I can't wait to get started. And I'm sure you are in the same boat as me, ready to kick it off, ready to roll, ready for some some football. All right, let's before we get to the last of the matchups, I went through uh, the Thursday night game. I went through the Sunday morning games, and I'll get to the Sunday afternoon games, the Sunday night game, and the Monday night football contest shortly. But I, I have to recap what's going on in the baseball leagues right now because things are heating up. In McLeague, which is in uh, the, the McBoys of summer, are in the playoffs round one. Kentucky Fried Kidney Stones is taking it, taking it to his opponent, Splendor and Squalor, 10-3-1. This thing is shaping up to not be real close, and he will probably have this thing wrapped up soon and be moving on to the second round. Glitter Kitty, same thing. Taking care of the Knights of the Night, 12-2-0 right now. It's not really close. Not looking like it's going to get close. Probably going to see these two facing off in the next round. The Osos, this one, however, the Osos and Team Two Shoe are deadlocked, 6-6-2. Six, six, this one's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a battle throughout, I think, with... What are we, three days in, four days to go? We're almost halfway. After today, we'll be past the halfway point. So Osos and Two Shoe tied up 6-6-2. Six, six, and two. and look at this one. This one completely flipped yesterday. Kahuna jumps on top of Wonder Boys, 8-5-1, heading towards the halfway mark. So we'll see. His pitching is dominant right now. And Wonder Boy's hitting is dominant right now. It's going to come down to a couple single categories. I don't see uh, Wonder Boy's uh, being able to deal in the pitching categories, and Kahuna is trailing in most hitting categories. So he's going to have to hang on to stolen bases. He's going to have to hang on to strikeouts, and I mean hitter strikeouts when I say strikeouts. And we'll see if he can do that and hold on and get the upset victory. But a lot of baseball left to play in that one. So four days left, four days. So I'll be able to recap uh, one more day of action, and then we won't know the outcome until I get back on the air on Monday morning. So going to come down to it. Looks like West is taking control of the second bye week. YK is already there. He's got it locked up, but West has opened up a little bit of a lead on Trey. Happy birthday, Trey, by the way, my sometimes partner in crime here uh celebrated a birthday yesterday hope you had a good time probably still asleep right now if he had a good time i'm assuming 
So happy birthday there. Yeah, West taking control of that bye week situation. Has a pretty good lead right now on Trey. Trey look, looking solid. I don't think anybody can catch him for uh, the playoff spot, so he would slot in at number three. Right now, anyone but Trout is also locked in. Canada has a spot at the moment. And then Snyder and Stinky are tied. They are tied for the last and final playoff spot at 162 and a half I believe and so we'll see how that works itself out as the week goes on if they were to end in a tie uh, according to the standings and I don't understand how that works or what the tiebreaker is but it has Snyder ahead of Stinky for the final playoff spot so good luck to everyone with the baseball and uh, MSD will start their playoff next week and we'll see how this all shakes out by the end let's talk some football yeah we're going to kick it off sunday afternoon one o'clock games one o'clock pacific time and and these are you know like 105 some of them are 115 some of them are as late as 125 kind of like how the nfl has done that they stagger it a little bit so it just gives us feels like there's football for longer on sunday takes us almost the afternoon games take us almost to the sunday night game with just a little break to get up get a little dinner started and get settled back in before we watch the sunday night game so uh we start off with the browns at the chiefs what a good good matchup this is going to be rematch of the playoffs the browns had a chance in that one probably played the chiefs as well if not better than anyone else in that entire playoff run but just could not pull it off well they're going to pull this one off browns are going to go on the road they're going to win this one um, you can fire everybody up play your baker play your uh, obj he's going to he's going to be in the lineup get landry in there he's going to be active uh, both your running backs kareem hunt nick chubb get him in there fire him up i wouldn't touch the browns defense i probably wouldn't touch the chiefs defense either so hold off on that don't dive in too fast on the defense. There's probably going to be a lot of points scored in this one, even though I like the Browns' defense uh, long-term. Uh, I don't see them holding the Chiefs down to, you know, fewer than 20 points or so. But they're going to outscore them. They're going to outscore them. The Chiefs, obviously, you're playing Mahomes. You're playing Tyreek Hill. playing Travis Kelsey. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, get him in there. Uh, beyond that, it's probably about it. I'm not, I'm not convinced yet on uh, Miko Hardman. Not convinced that you need Daryl, uh, oh, Daryl, oh, their backup running back. Wow, I, I sh- really should write all this stuff down because I get into the middle of the podcast and then I start blanking on names. Their, their backup running back, the guy that steals the goal line work away from Clyde, but. You know, I'm not not convinced you have to have him in your lineup unless you are injury riddled or you know really desperate at the running back position. But taking the Browns in this one, they're going to get the upset, go on the road, and start that Chiefs slide that I talked about uh, the other day when I made my NFL predictions. They're just gonna they've got a tough schedule. It's just going to happen. The Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. Packers at the Saints. This one's going to be played in Jacksonville due to the damage done in New Orleans. Uh, can't play it at that at their uh, home stadium, so that's not going to help the Saints at all. The Packers were already going to win this game, but now they're really going to win this game. 
fire up your Aaron Rodgers, fire up your Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams is in there. Maybe you throw in a MVS, Alan Lazard, maybe if you're desperate. Uh, Saints, as far as Saints go, yeah, play Jameis. Got to get him in there. Alvin Kamara's a, a sure thing. Uh, as far as wide receivers on the Saints team, I don't know, maybe you go the Marquez Callaway play. I don't know. Um, uh, if I don't have to, I'm going to wait and see how that uh, how all that plays out. Somebody's got to catch catch the ball for the Saints, and they're probably going to be coming uh, trying to play from behind in this one. So, you know, somebody's got to be relevant. I just don't know who it's going to be. How about the Broncos traveling to the Giants? We don't know about Kenny Galladay. We don't know about Saquon Barkley. We think they probably both will play. But how big of a role, we don't know. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, sure, if you have to, fire him up. Cortland Sutton coming back off of injury. Sure, get him in there. Jerry Judy, get him in there. You got the Melvin Gordon, uh, um, Javante Williams uh, debacle to deal with. I, I, I'm confident, reasonably confident, that Melvin Gordon's going to get the bulk of the work there. Just think they're going to use him, uh, especially early in the season. He's got, he's proven in pass protection. He can play all three downs. You know, Williams will see the field. He'll get in there, but uh, you know, line up your your Melvin Gordon. Uh, as I said, uh, on the Giants' side, you know, if you have to play Daniel Jones, okay. Um, I'm sorry. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, Sterling Shepard, yeah, you can probably play him. Uh, again, Kenny Galladay, if he's in the lineup, you probably have to play him because you, you probably drafted him at a point uh, where you need to have him in there. Saquon Barkley, of course, if you drafted Saquon and he is on the field, you have to play him even, you know, there's talk of about 15 touches for him. I think that's enough for him to be relevant. Can score you enough points, maybe RB2 range there. Hope he gets in the end zone. Got to play him. Um, I'm liking maybe the Broncos' defense in this one. Possibly the Giants' defense, too. Both could could be in play. Um as far as tight ends, I'm not sure if Noah Fant is going to play, and he's going to be sharing time with the, the with the Big O uh, as well. So, if you drafted Fant as your as your tight end, you're probably probably playing him. But I don't necessarily like the play. Uh, Evan Ingram doesn't look like he's going to be playing in this one. So Giants at tight end probably, you know, I, Kyle Rudolph. Are you really going to go there? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, wouldn't probably touch the tight ends uh, for the Giants in this one. Uh, I'll take the Broncos for the win <clears throat> on the road in a tight game. But it could go either way. Dolphins at the Patriots rounding out our Sunday afternoon games. The Dolphins traveling up to New England. Um, expecting not great things from the Patriots. Expecting uh, improvement and a playoff run or a playoff team playoff berth for the Dolphins so I'm going to have to take them to win this one on the road they always give the Patriots a hard time Mac Jones in his debut hopefully you don't have to play him Uh, but you know if you if you need to Damian Harris get him locked and loaded he's going to get the bulk of the carries for the Patriots Uh, Nelson Aguilar if he's healthy get him in the lineup tight ends sounds like Hunter Henry's going to play Jonah Smith Uh, good luck 
trying to figure out how that's going to be used. Maybe maybe they're both relevant. We'll find out more as that one plays out on the Dolphins side. Line up your Tua, Miles Gaskin at the wide receiver position. There's no Will Fuller, so get your Devonte Parker in there. Um, you know Jalen Waddle if you want to go that route. Mike Kosecki, you want to get him going. Uh, I like both defenses actually in this one. I'm I'm comfortable playing the Patriots defense just because we know they're going to be improved this year. Uh, the Dolphins defense is going to be good this year, uh, going against a rookie quarterback. So you know, line them up. I, I don't mind either of those defenses. I don't see this as a <clears throat> as a super high scoring game. Take the Dolphins to win it. Sunday night football. Andy Dalton debuts as a Chicago Bear at the los angeles rams he will debut and wave goodbye after this one i feel like uh you know justin fields will be on on the field at some point in this game and will probably take over the starting job after this one the rams defense is going to have fun beating up on the bears definitely play that defense probably wouldn't touch the bears defense in this one uh, get your Matthew Stafford going, Daryl Henderson, get him going. You might even be able to pull off a Sony Michelle touchdown in the red zone. Get your Cooper Cup lined up, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby. All those guys are playable for the Rams in this one. And I'll uh, fire up my David Montgomery, get um, Allen Robinson going, Darnell Mooney. I don't know if you want to risk it on a Cole Komet. If that's what you've got, then you go with it. But uh, um, remember, Jimmy Grandpa is still there, uh, so you got to deal with him taking those touchdowns away from Komet. So I'll take the Rams to crush in this one. Shouldn't be a close game. Probably will. You know how it goes. Somebody always surprises the first week. But uh, take the Rams there. Uh, and then Monday night football, wrapping up the week one with the Ravens at the Raiders. Get your your yeah, get your Lamar Jackson going. Gus Bus. Not sure what exactly to expect at wide receiver. Maybe maybe this is a big Sammy Watkins game. He's kind of famous for coming out and blowing the doors off in week one and then you're stuck putting him in your lineup for the next five weeks while he, you know, dissolves into nothingness. Uh Marquise Brown, if he plays I know he's been dinged up. Get him in there. <clears throat> Should be a, a reasonably high-scoring game. Uh, probably could play the Ravens' defense in the hopes of a few sacks, a couple turnovers, maybe chance at a at, at a touchdown for them. But I think it. I think there's going to be some points put up in this one. As far as the Raiders, if you have to play Carr, um, you're going to get Josh Jacobs in there. Uh, Henry Ruggs. Maybe. Supposed to be the number one. Obviously, Darren Waller's going to be your guy. You're going to put him in there and hope that he gets his usual workload. Uh, but that's probably going to do it. Ravens are going to win this one on the road as they work their way towards a division title there in the AFC North. So that's it. Ravens, Raiders, Bears, Rams, Dolphins, Pats, Broncos, Giants, Packers, Saints, and Browns. Chiefs will round we'll round up our our weekend uh we'll be able to talk all about those sunday games 
on Monday morning, and then we'll do one last quick preview for the Ravens and Raiders. Uh, I threw down a few ducats this morning uh, before I left for work. On tonight's game, a couple of picks I like. I like the over 51.5 in tonight's game between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Just think, yeah, I know uh, that that the Buccaneers have a pretty good defense, but I just I, I like the I like the Bucks to put up about 30 plus points, and the Cowboys will keep it just close enough. Not feeling it on the eight and a half uh, eight and a half points that the Cowboys are getting. That's a lot of points, but uh, I just feel. Uh, just not not good enough to be able to throw some money down on it. I, so I'm gonna just stick with the over under. Gonna take the over on 51 and a half uh, for the for the game tonight. And let's see another one. I li- I kind of like Michael Gallup tonight. Cowboys are gonna be throwing the ball a lot, and I believe his uh, his over under on catches is four. I also put a couple dollars down on Antonio Brown being the guy tonight. Uh, I think it was six over over or under six receptions. I took the over on that one, and we'll see where see where that takes me. But uh, threw a few dollars down there. I wouldn't call any of them sure thing bets. You know, usually I try to throw in a sure thing bet. Don't really feel it that strongly for it, but you know, throw down a little bit, see what happens. All right. That's going to do it for Thursday, the Thursday edition, September 9th, episode number 349 in the books. Get ready for some football tonight, everyone, and we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. And, yeah, we'll probably talk some baseball playoffs again. And, yeah, that's about it because I've pretty well covered this week in the NFL. All right, everybody, have a great Thursday. For the Fantasy Blink, I am Brian Baines. I am over and out.